Welcome. My name is Connor Beaton, and today we are going to talk about what men's work actually is. This is, uh, you know, maybe a, a little bit of an analogous question and answer, but I have a lot of men that reach out and say, you know, what is men's work? And I have a lot of women reach out and say, what is men's work? And you know, men reach out and say, why, why do I need this? Why should I bother? What, what actually happens? There's a lot of trepidation around men's weekends. And so yesterday I wrapped up a three-day three men's work weekend in upstate New York. Instead of sharing what I think men's work is, I'm going to share the words of one of the men. And then I'm going to share three of the lessons that I taught this weekend uh, at the weekend uh, and give you some insight into what actually transpires. So here are the words of a gentleman who came to uh, this this weekend uh, literally yesterday, and he wrote these words last night and got the email at about 1230, uh, 12.30 in the morning. So here we go. I can dance. Shortly after leaving New York, a song starts its beat on my radio. My body starts moving in the seat of my car. I feel the rhythm in a way I never have before. My body moves. My heart moves. My voice is moved. No dancing took place over the weekend, but movement surely did. Movement inside of me. Movement in my body. Movement in my needs. Movement in my place in this world with me and my fellow men. Understanding took place. Understanding of the pain and needs of my brothers in this world. Understanding of the thirst for more common ground. Understanding of the miracle of shared experience. Transformation took place. I can see, I can speak, and I can feel clearly. So now I can dance, and I can talk too without hesitation. I can breathe. Holy shit, can I breathe. I can probably lift more weight than before. I can sure as hell love more, and I can probably walk through the unknown too. I know I can fucking feel what others feel now like never before. I can be here now. I realize as I write this that I will integrate with what my kids are feeling and I will share that with them and never let that go. I will be with my wife even when I can't be with my wife because I can be here now. I can do this. And what this is, I'm not 100% sure yet, but that doesn't even matter. All I can say is thank you for this, the unexpressible, the unexplainable, the powerful. So this is an email that I got um, thanking me for the weekend, thanking the other men from the group that were a part of the weekend. And, you know, I think that these are powerful words in, in many ways. You know, this was a man who, you know, I, I want to be respectful of his story, so I won't share too much, but went through, um, you know, some pains in his childhood and struggled in, in countless ways. And if you had met him, you would see a successful man with a family that was living on the outside an incredible life, but was struggling to feel movement on the inside, was stagnant in his life, in his relationship, in his career in his purpose, in his mind, in his emotions, in his sexuality, in his ability to express himself and feel free. 
And I don't know about you, but for me, what I hear in those words is a man who has found a sense of freedom that he has longed for for a very long time. And what I can tell you is that when I looked into his eyes after he did some incredibly deep work over this weekend, he had freed himself from chains that he had been carrying around, from weight that he had been carrying around for decades. And sometimes this weight that we as men carry is weight that we don't even know that we have on us, but it seems to slow us down nonetheless. It is the indescribable, unknowing thing that seems to hold us back from the routines that we crave, from the sex that we crave, the intimacy that we desire, from the careers and the direction and the clarity that we wish to have in our lives. So what do we do at these men's weekends that creates this movement, that creates this change and this transformation? It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain what we do. What I can say is that my work is focused in on the shadow. My work is about facing the darkness so that you can find your potential. Whatever that may be in whatever area you are looking for that clarity and for whatever area of your life, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your purpose, whether it's just being able to reclaim a sense of power and set boundaries with the parts of yourself that are dysfunctional and dragging you down into the, into the mud. So these weekends are many things. They're about brotherhood and camaraderie. It's about empathy and being able to witness other people's experience. It's about seeing yourself in the stories and the eyes and the work of other men. It's about being able to see your experience in other people, which is one of the most liberating pieces when we know that we're not alone in our internal narrative, when we know that we're not alone in the experience that we're having, the struggles that we're having, that we have brothers who are also working through that. And for women, women's work is very much the same, being able to find a sense of liberation by knowing that our stories are not simply ours alone. That while the details and the players in the story and the players in the game might be different from the other people, the pain and the suffering that we have endured is very similar to others. And there's a liberation in that. There's a freedom in that. There's a knowing in that that reminds us of our humanity. So I want to share with you three lessons from the weekend. We do a, a good amount of exercises over the weekend we you know i work with each of the guys individually and help them move through uh, some of the biggest challenges and obstacles that they either are facing right now in their life or faced many years ago that are still weighing them down that they are still carrying around with them uh and again this i just call this shadow work um, but here are some of the lessons that came up over this weekend and these were just through the the men's uh, own work and their own stories so lesson number one Never try to match a woman's chaos. And this is actually going to be, um, right now, it's one of the chapters in the book that I'm writing about the, the shadow of men. So never try to match a woman's chaos. What does this mean? Well, oftentimes, well, one of the things we were talking about over the course of this weekend was that what can happen in a relationship is that when a man is numbed out or shut down and he's not able to tap into his internal experience and his fullest expression and he's not able to open his heart and open his mind and be able to communicate what's happening inside of him, that a woman will often intentionally try and piss him off. Uh, this happens because for, for a woman, when she can't feel her man, when she can't feel into the depths of his experience and she can tell that he's hurting, she can tell that he's angry, she can tell that he's sad or frustrated or disconnected or beat down or whatever it is. 
and he's not willing to own that and express it himself, and he's cut off from her, it feels like the world's greatest threat is encroaching in on her. And she will in, sometimes intentionally try and get a rise out of him just so that she can feel something from him, anything from him, other than you know feeling rejected and outcast. And this can cause her to go into chaos. Uh, so this, the same thing is true when uh, a woman is experiencing chaos in her life, whether that's because of her health, whether that's because of her family, or a challenge that she's experiencing in her career, something that's happening in her business, she might be in chaos. And she might direct that chaos at her partner, not because she's intentionally trying to harm him, but because that chaos has just taken over and it is being directed in multiple directions. And sometimes a man will get caught up in that chaos and he'll try and meet her ferocity with, with the exact same level of intensity. And this never works. So as men, we need to be able to step back and be the, the grounding force in her life in those moments, just like she can be the grounding force for us when our uh, pain or our chaos takes over. Step number two, not step, I guess, but lesson number two that we talked about was seek to understand before you solve. Seek to understand before you solve. And this is one of the biggest challenges that, that most of us face uh, in, our, in our relationships is that many men that I, that I know are, are, are rewarded by being problem solvers. They, they are literally, their careers are dependent on solving issues and problems of people uh, and operations and sales structures and infrastructures within businesses and and their whole livelihood is predicated on their ability to solve problems and they come home and their partner has a problem with something whether it's the relationship or them or their career or the family or whatever it is and before a man even understands what the issue is he's trying to solve it and this will always leave the feminine feeling uh, like it's lacking in something. It will always leave the feminine defensive to moving towards a solution. Because until the feminine feels understood, until a woman feels understood, I'm just going to make those two synonymous for this one. Until a woman feels understood, she will not want to move into a space of solution because she feels like there is something missing. So what we need to do as men is we need to seek to understand what is the fullness of the problem. Not just what the problem is, but what the impact of the problem is having on her. And to be able to understand that with empathy, clearly with empathy and compassion, to be able to express how challenging that must be for her or what her experience must be in that situation before we even move into a state of solving. And, and guess what? That might be the solution. Understanding her problem, her issue, the challenges that she's facing, the experience that she's having fully is often the solution that she's looking for. Number three that we talked about is that a man's purpose to serve the outer comes through maintaining the order of the inner. So what I mean by this is that our purpose in life is often to be of service to our outside world, to be of service to the men and women and children that are outside of us, and, and to be servants in some way, whether that's by creating a business or being a teacher or being a leader in some capacity or being a supporter in some capacity. But 
as men, we are only able only able to serve the outside to the degree that we are able to maintain order, to nurture the garden within us, to be able to focus in on doing the hard work of cultivating a growth-oriented mindset, of dropping into our heart and leading with love and empathy and compassion, knowing that there are so many people in the world who are suffering to the same degree that we are and more. Not to take that knowledge and information to diminish our own experience, but to use it as a fuel for the fire within us to continue to cultivate a healthy sense of equanimity. And which is that that's one of my favorite words. And in fact, it is my daily intention. Equanimity means balance in the face of chaos. It is not to find a place within ourselves or within the world where no chaos ever exists. It is simply to find a balance despite the chaos, despite the disorder, despite what is happening inside of us or outside of us, to be able to look at that chaos straight in the face and say, I see you. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still balanced. I'm still maintaining my order. And that might mean that we need to fully express the anger that we feel, not directed at people, not, not try and repress it or push it down or cram it into a small space within us that eventually pops back out anyway, like a sort of angry whack-a-mole, but to be able to honor and respect and own and own the truth that's within us, whatever that might be in the moment. Sometimes maybe it's sadness. Other times maybe it's anger. Sometimes it's clarity, a fierce clarity of what we know we need to do in our lives, the conversations we want to have in order to maintain a sense of direction, a sense of groundedness, and a sense of deep, rich empowerment so that we can walk through this world and be of service not just to ourselves but to others. So these are some of the messages that we work on, being able to help a man find a sense of inner stability, inner centeredness, inner groundedness, clarity of mind, openness of heart, trusting of the gut and the intuition so that he can walk through the world with head, heart, and guts aligned in such a powerful way that th that alignment is witnessed by other people, right? When you see a man that has his head, heart, and intuition aligned, other people can feel it and sense it. And they might not be able to describe why or what it is, but they will surely be able to feel it. And there, there comes a natural trust in there because a man is not in internal chaos. Because when a man is in internal chaos, he feels like a threat to other people. He feels dangerous and unsafe. And we need to be able to cultivate this strength of alignment and congruency within us. We will always be a threat in some way, right? We will always be a threat in some way, shape, or form. But to be able to wield our power in a directional, service-based uh, orientation is an incredibly, incredibly powerful gift for ourselves in the world. It allows our passions to come forward, our purpose to come forward, our power to come forward. It allows us to have tough, uncomfortable conversations and put ourselves in positions that we never thought would be possible to expand our edge continuously in every way, shape, or form, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, financially, in an abundant space, spiritually, we push our edge, we expand ourselves continuously. 
And this is the work that we do at the Men's Weekend. We put men into positions where they are expanded in all ways possible, in the ways that they need most so that they can walk back out in the world and be the best husband, father, leader, spiritual teacher, whatever it is, whatever he deems himself to be, whatever his greatest gift and service is, so that he can walk back out in the world and give those gifts freely and give those gifts powerfully to the people that are around him. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have questions, please let me know. Uh, please share this episode. I think a lot of men have questions as to like what the hell men's work actually is. And it's a very, very powerful, powerful form of transformation and of healing because it it calls a man forward to face his darkness, to face his dysfunction so that it does not rule him so that he can maintain an inner order and be of outer service. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.